0: In many ways, every recording project that I've done is like a journal. Life doesn't stop just because you're in the studio. And life has a way of working itself into the songs and into the process of songwriting. From start to finish, each project I've recorded has taken about nine months. So it's like having a baby. This particular project was a completely different story. The same love took over a year's time to complete. A lot of things can happen in a year, and in a year marked by personal milestones like my youngest child leaving home, my father's death, my 25th wedding anniversary, and my 20th year in ministry, it forced me to reflect on who I am and commit myself afresh to God's calling and purpose for my life. The songs on this project were meant to help others worship. Often we struggle to find the right words to express our hearts to the Lord, and we find them in contemporary songs, hymns, or ancient psalms. Psalms are the vocabulary of worship. For years, I've practiced singing the psalms and praying the songs. I model this approach after the Old Testament Levites, who First Chronicles 16 describes as ministering unto the Lord through praising God, giving thanks, and offering prayers of petition. Ministering to the Lord in private is the foundation and prerequisite for leading in the public meeting. As we get the words of the psalms off of the page and into our hearts, we discover all sorts of benefits. The primary benefit being that we are drawn closer to the Lord in our personal walk. We begin to relate to Him relationally, biblically, truthfully. That spills over into our public role of encouraging worship in the community that we lead in. We start to experience times when entire scripture verses come rolling off our tongues in the midst of connecting one song to another. It's an exciting realization when you feel like the Holy Spirit is bringing up scriptures that you've stored in your heart and releasing them in a timely moment. During those private times of singing the Psalms to various melodies and chord progressions alone in the sanctuary, I'm often inspired to capture them with my iPhone's digital recorder. They become the beginnings of new songs to come, potentially. Either way, it's a practice that has helped keep my heart fresh toward the Lord, to keep God from just becoming my job, and it keeps it real for me so that I don't feel like a phony when leading a group in worship. As I said, the fruit of singing the word is that I get lots of song ideas. Years ago, Ed Carr and I were invited to write songs for a scripture memory series. The entire project spanned 26 CDs and required a few hundred songs over the course of a year. We would meet at our church office and begin mining the scriptures, and the psalms in particular, for hidden gems. We would read them slowly, speak them, and sing them over various chord progressions. Time and time again, we would read a passage from the Psalms, and you would never think there could be a song there. But when we would begin singing the Psalms, we suddenly became aware of all these internal rhymes, clusters of alliteration, and other elements that make your mouth want to sing. Uh, an example from the same love album would be, Oh, Our Lord, co-written with Leslie and David from All Sons and Daughters. The song is derived from Psalm 8. Even if you don't know the melody, you could sing, you know, Oh, our Lord oh our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth as you sing notice how easily the mouth sings all the oh our lord lines they all feel related somehow now sing and notice the internal rhymes how majestic is your name in all the earth call me crazy but i As I sing the verse, with the emphasis on certain syllables, it just falls out of my mouth. So, for the past few years, I've approached music ministry with the mindset of a pastor first and a musician second. We need to be more pastoral in our music ministries, caring more about our congregations getting a biblical, scriptural foundation for their lives than simply singing poetic thoughts. The Word of God is timeless and true, So it's imperative that every generation of believers becomes grounded in the truth of God's written word. Our theology, or image of God, is undeniably formed by the songs that we sing each Sunday. My prayer is that the songs in this collection will inspire communities and individuals to sing these prayers to the God of grace and truth. In this book, I unpack some scriptures, share some stories, and offer some prayers. The same love is more than music. It's a life of faith.